Everybody rise for the Pledge of Allegiance. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the Republic for which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. We'll call the meeting to order. Roll call. Yes. Frank. Yes. Holder. Yes. Thank you. Yes. Fulton. Yes. Beckman. Yes. Before we start, uh, I had a call from a citizen the other night. He wanted me to convey to the council and anybody that was sitting here that happened to him. Uh, last week, we changed the aggregate in the filters at the water treatment station. You guys have no idea what I'm talking about. But we did. Five o'clock, the guy calls me up and says, I have no water. So, call Scott. Got a hold of Dean. Dean was there in 15 minutes. And evidently, within 20 minutes, they had diagnosed the water software was bad. So, the guy called me at a meeting later. And he wanted me to, to tell me that Dean had done an exceptional job. He got there, diagnosed it, and he wanted the council to know that he had done a good job. So, and I retained him. I didn't use his name, but if you ask me, I'll tell you who it was. <laughs> anyway, we have public forum. Uh, anybody for that, or you want to wait until the resolution, you're welcome to wait. Everybody will be given a chance. Okay, we'll move on to consent agenda. Additions or corrections? Nope. Motion to approve. So moved. Second. We'll call. Yes. Frank. Yes. Beckman. Yes. Thank you. Yes. Okay, we have two building permits. Both have been approved by Eric. Yes. Motion to approve. I'll make it. Second. 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 Okay. Thank you. Yes. Beckman. Yes. Fulton. Yes. Muller. Yes. Frank. Yes. Okay, we have two fence permits. Is he here? Hello? They've both been signed by Eric. They're both approved. Yeah, they are. <coughs> Motion. Any, any, yeah, any questions on them before we would proceed? We have the permits. Motion to approve. I'll make it. Second. Second. Roll call. Thank you. Yes. Lower. Yes. Frank. Yes. Beckman. Yes. Holden. Yes. Okay, city administrator report. A couple things first uh, about uh, how about 20. Just to note that uh, the city is now the, the owner of Outlaw 20. The property has changed hands. We are now the owner of that again. So we would look at what our next <clears throat> our next step would be with that property, ultimately thinking about how we would dispose of the property and put it back into to private hands again. But next step, I think the council had talked about, is cleaning that up and looking for a little bit of guidance about exactly what, what you would like done. And that really would be, are we going to remove all of the trees or are we just, mm -hmm. is there any trees that we, that we would like to, uh, to leave there, or do you just want it uh, gently graded for the uh, constant slope across the entire lot? Yes, a lot of it has to do with what, um, what we plan on doing with the property if uh, people that are interested give us some sort of ideas and can you see how that would develop that into a possibility of being mm -hmm. Clean it up completely, or all depends on what they want to bring in there. I know just just that the issue had been brought up with the council before about 
wanting to make sure that it was cleaned up here this spring, we could at least maintain it then for the during the summer. I think we've got to make it so we can mold it because it looks terrible down there. Yeah, I agree with that. Getting all that junk out of there. The metal. Metal and tree stumps. Or whatever. Yeah, leave, leave whatever trees are there. there. The trees are fine. Yeah, because it's cold. Whoever buys them, I want to leave some. Yeah, they might. We get a price from Healy. Yeah, I'll get a couple prices. A couple, all right. Go down, basically, be clean up, clean and clean up. Get all of the uh, the metal, any of the metal and, and stuff out of there, and, and get it in such a, a shape that we can uh, continue to maintain it. Is there any of Larry's buildings that should go? We should talk to him, or I mean, I can talk, talk to him. <coughs> see if they're if they're there. there. <coughs> Okay, hey, um, next issue that I, that I had listed here was uh, what we, we call marketing, but this would be an opportunity for me, uh, for Lakeview to participate in something that would be completely brand new to us. We've never had this opportunity like this before. It would be uh, advertising in six select <coughs> magazine. Uh, so the site select magazine is a, is a publication really that, that large businesses and executives would be the audience for for this publication, and they would, uh, we would have the opportunity to advertise in a section pertaining to rag grind. So they, uh, they're doing a large expanded story about Iowa and rag grind, and then the communities that that passing through several of these communities would have the opportunity to uh, to advertise in this. Again, the uh, the notion being economic development, get your name out there to uh, all of these companies who who would read this type of magazine. Uh, we had a uh, had a webinar with with them about the opportunities there, and those were listed on page four or five, and then six of the of packet. <clears throat> Basically, what we'd be looking at if the uh, suggestion would would be that we would get two thirds of the page. Um, be a, a third of a page vertical ad, and the cost would be thirty. $3,500 for that. And their ad rates says $2,500. But then I, then I noted the wrong one because the price we were looking at was $3,500. That'd be a half a page. Yeah. Connie, that was a half a page on one side, whatever. Yeah, one side. I think it's, was it a half or a third? Half a page. Yeah, it's a half a page. Yeah, it's $3,500. Which one was it? So that's half. The half, half is thirty-five. Yeah, general place for half a page. Is that going to come out of the community club fund, or where's this hotel. coming out? Of? It'd be proposed to come out of hotel motel money. That's what it was designated to do years yeah. ago. Pay for marketing. Is it a one-time publication? It's a it's a monthly publication. It's a one-time opportunity for us. Really, we we would not normally advertise in this. Yeah, kind of steep. Thirty-five hundred dollars for. It. Not really. Not right. Right. Not at all. Not Jane, at all. is that a high price? No. No, no. Who's the publisher and what's the circulation? It's forty thousand. Forty forty thousand on the on the publication. Um, excuse me, on the on the circulation. And again, the the uh, 
title of his site selector magazine. So. And that's the publisher's name? I don't know. Oh, I'm not sure who did, but I can send it to you. Oh, okay. No, that's a good price. Yeah, that's a good very price. good price. <clears throat> and what would you like to do with this? We would propose that we would do it. I make that motion. Very good. Is there a second? I'll second it. Roll call. Thank you. Yes. Boulder. Yes. Train. No. Beckman. Yes. Goldman. Yes. Thank you. Just a couple things. Uh, Sac County League, the regular monthly meeting be April 13th, that Thursday, April 13th. Location is yet to be announced. Don't know where it's going to be yet. And the annual dinner meeting of the of Western Iowa Advantage, which is our regional economic development. And that will be held on Wednesday. Uh, April 19th, and this is at 6 p.m. in Oldville. So Western Iowa Advantage is a multi-county regional marketing group where they do this an annual meeting, and uh, I know several folks have gone to this in the past and suggest uh, you know everybody uh, from the mayor and council certainly are welcome to attend. Is a Brandy given us free admission? No, yeah, it's a freebie. Yeah. Yep. What time is the one on the 13th? The regular time would be 6.30 social time. Where we just don't Nemo host, but they have not determined where it's going to be. Just drive around the town. <laughs> There's only about three places it can go. <laughs> that is it on my stuff. Okay. We're going to open up the Hold public hearing. Wait a minute. I'd like to make a request to put on the agenda for the next council meeting. And an employee uh, performance evaluation. We can't information or information on employees has to be in a closed session. Yeah, we can't drag we, this on. They request a the closed session, but yeah, but just you and Scott line up together. How's that? Okay. Because we can't discuss employees in open meetings. It, we're going to open the public hearing on the proposed budget for 2023-24. <coughs> Scott's going to get the highlights. Any public opinion? Yeah, so for the, for the uh, council, the information is included in your packet. <coughs> Beginning on page 8, that, that uh, information on page 8 was the notice that was published uh, in the paper that uh, compares the total budget numbers this year versus the re-estimate for the current year and the, and the actual for the year prior. So you can see where we've been on that. Okay, uh, in general, uh, the property tax levy, property tax levy is proposed to generate two percent more dollars for the general fund this year than that had been previous issue, uh, previous year, and in total, then the levy would go up twenty three cents. Um, that goes up twenty three cents. Our total levy is seven dollars forty nine cents. Um, yeah, which actually is, is still uh, just very low. Uh, low levy. Maximum general fund levy is is a ten, and, and generally most communities do levy at that eight ten plus some plus some other uh, some other taxes too. So uh, relative uh, advantage on on that for us. Page nine shows revenues and expenditures by fund, and I know we've been over this uh, several times. And then page ten shows the projected fund balances 
by by fund, it would tell you what the uh, projected fund balance is at the end of this uh, current year, as well as then the any fund balance for the end of the proposed budget year. Page 11 and 12 is the capital improvements plan for this year. Everything that's listed on page 11 and 12 is included in the budget documents. And we get to page 13, that would be the, uh, the resolution that's what actually adopts the, uh, adopts the tax rate, and that would be the action for the city council to approve that resolution. Does the public have any input? Public meeting is closed. Resolution 2316, approving the budget. I make a motion to approve 2316. Second. Second. Roll call. Holden. Yes. Thank you. Yes. Moore. Yes. Frank. Yes. Beckman. Yes. Thank you. Okay, we're going to go to resolution 2317. That's one that everybody's been here for, but Scott's going to give an explanation. Any comment from the public is fine, but we'd really like to go to the microphone and uh, hopefully it's a simple conversation. Everybody's entitled to their opinion both ways. Try not to interrupt everybody. Scott's going to give a quick talk to you before we start. Just that uh, there are really there are really three things that are pending on the agenda tonight that that relate to this issue. First thing that would be proposed is a resolution from the city council to affirm the financial commitment to the uh, to the community center project. Second thing on the agenda would be a resolution as it pertains to the issuing debt for that water main project. Okay, and again, this the two are tied with this notion by using using TIF funds. So that we uh, the proposal then would be that we would utilize TIF funds for this water main project right now. Pass this resolution 23-18, which reaffirms the the city's rights to issue debt for that water main project in the future. And then the third point uh, is that we are now to the point in the water main project where we got to be paying the bill. So we, we have a pay estimate uh, on the agenda tonight. Total pay estimate is $477,360. So the, uh, <clears throat> first of all, this, this resolution affirming the financial commitment to the Lakeview Community Center project. So we wrote this up to give a little recap of, of the uh, financial commitment that had been made by, by the city. And this financial commitment was that the, the city would commit $500,000 in TIF funding to the community center project, contingent upon the hometown pride committee, raising the additional needed funds through grants and private fundraising. So that is actually the, uh, how the minutes read from that, from that minute, uh, meeting when it was, was adopted. So this resolution then would have language to reaffirm the city's commitment to provide $500,000 in TIF funds. Okay, and then it also would would resolve that the city would assure that funds sufficient to fulfill the remaining portion of the $500,000 commitment will be available in the TIF fund and committed to the community center project when funds for blank percent of the estimated construction costs of $1,602,815 have been secured. So the concept there being is that we'll, we'll ask the council about this percentage, and I'm going to suggest that that percentage would be 90%. When 90% when of the funds are, are raised for the project, that 
this would assure that the, uh, the needed funds are committed to be reimbursed to the TIF account. So, uh, with that again, so we look at 90% of that. The, here's some, some numbers for, uh, for the, that the committee has used on their, uh, on their most recent grant, grant application to CAT. And they, when they ask for a, a grant amount from the, from the CAT fund, and with, if that grant were awarded, the, the uh, shortfall or the, the gap yet to be financed would be $204,000. Okay? So if we would look at that and say that these funds are committed when 90% of the $1.6 million has been, uh, has been raised, basically where you have a gap right now it's $204,000, when that gap becomes $160,000, the, uh, the remaining portion or the, the funds would be reimbursed into the, into the TIF account. So again, that's that's my suggestion. If you fill in that blank, it'd be 90%. We can have that discussion, but this really does what it, what it can for to have the, the council reaffirm their commitment to the uh, to the financial commitment to the project and assure that the funds would be in the in the TIF account um, when when they would be needed for the construction of the community center. Jim, did you want to speak? Jim Melanopper, 536 Drive, Lake Got a copy of the resolution that we're discussing right here. Scott, hit on some of the high points. Got two minutes I need here. October 19th, 2020, the City Council Lakeview Pledge to commit TIF funding to Community Center Project if the volunteers would raise additional needed funds. People in this room have donated toward this project. People in this room have pledged donations toward that project. According to Webster's Dictionary, a pledge is, and I quote, to commit to an obligation by prior agreement, a binding promise or agreement to do or undertake. The City Council, October 19, 2020, committed these funds, therefore you made a pledge. Yet a few weeks ago, you made a new resolution to overturn that original pledge by redirecting the current TIF funding that was voted down. Now you come up with another resolution. And by the way, the last sentence of this new resolution repeals any former resolutions or commitments. So how can we trust you not to come up with another resolution in the future which would repeal this one, which repeals the original pledge? With this history, I believe you'll just come up with future roadblocks to a city-owned community center. We all know this is just another attempt by two council members who oppose the idea of a city-owned community center. This council should not repeal your original pledge and just put out new resolutions or new change orders whenever you feel like it. At the start of this meeting, every person in this room stood up, faced that flag, put their hand in the heart and said these words, I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America. We know what the word pledge means, and I want this city council to honor theirs. Thank you. Jim, anybody else? 
Sherry. Back again. By the way, there'll be a list to sign up for Simply Simple Volunteers at the door. <laughs> you know, it's interesting when we, we have a little giggle about volunteering, but, you know, at the heart of all of the good things that happen in this community, a lot of them are the backbone of volunteers um, in our community. And so much we've done in this community uh, to help make us grow, like the Sip and Sample, like the Stone Pier Concerts, is all done by volunteers who have trusted our city leadership to help us make those um, events happen and move forward. Um, unfortunately, um, we're here again for a resolution that essentially moves the goalpost for the project that we've been working on for six years. Uh, when I was here two weeks ago, I reminded this council of the eight times that the community center project has been on the agenda for you to vote on an item that helped move it forward. Whether that was granting the TIF funds, which was in October, or it was an engineering uh, piece of the project, et cetera, et cetera. So eight times. This council has known and been aware and had the opportunity to reflect on the project and the vote was cast in favor of the community center moving forward. So this resolution, what it does, it compromises the project, which is greatly supported by these donors that are here tonight, as well as numerous grants that we've received locally and also from the state. Do you want to be a council that compromises free money? It's going somewhere that has come to Lakeview. That is essentially what a vote in support of this resolution does. It compromises the work that has already been done. This resolution misrepresents that original resolution that was passed in October of 19 of 2020, committing the $500,000 in TIF funds. It's going to be hard to trust a council that moves the goalposts again and again with these projects that you've already had on your agendas um, and up for discussion for quite some time. This water main project for Evaco is not new, but yet at the last minute, at the 11th hour, this idea is presented to utilize the TIF funds that have already been earmarked for our project to basically save your butts to pay for that. What was the original plan? Because we, as a hometown pride committee, we've had our plan, and we've stuck to our plan. We've written the grants, we've submitted them. We've done the community events to keep people up to date. We have done the fundraising. We have held up our end of the agreement. We expect that you hold up your end of the agreement as well. We've not wavered. You've made it tougher to our city council members here tonight have tried to make this more difficult, but we have stayed the course. We have moved forward and we continue to get progress done with this project. And it's because of these wonderful folks in this room tonight that greatly support and want this amenity for our community. It is not our responsibility as the Hometown Pride Committee to offer um, a rescue for the water main project. That's, you all need to figure that out. We've had our plan, we've worked it, and it's going well. You're also jeopardizing um, if you vote in favor of this resolution, which I think is complete nonsense. And that 90%, Scott, where did that come from? 
Just a, a practical number, Mary. About Based on what? Because about, there was about, zero about, discussion <clears throat> with the Hometown Pride Committee about any percentage. Certainly. Even just, the just, a pra just a practical uh, number of, about being able to proceed with the project. As, well, we certainly am disappointed that there was no discussion with the Hometown Pride Committee about 90%. And you very well could have. We were there. Have all of our numbers. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah, no, but no discussion, no communication. But yet, our volunteer committee, we have stuck by our plan and we've moved forward. And now here you are at the 11th hour, and if you want to jeopardize the CAT grant, we have to put in there what the city is committing. It is a requirement of that grant. That has already been out, and we've done the presentation in Des Moines to the Economic Development Corporation. So you'll jeopardize that. You don't want to jeopardize grants that are coming to our community. They've helped so many different projects. So I encourage our vote um, tonight to be against this resolution and remember that the reputation of our community is on the line. We need to be able to trust our council. Please. No, you stay right here. <laughs> um, you know, I, I, I read this and I looked at it and I thought, we are guaranteeing the committee that $500,000. And I guess um, when you talk, Mary, about a trust thing moving the goalposts, um, I'm not sure who you're talk, talking about because when this project first started, I've never moved my goalposts. This There's two other councilmen on here that have the same goalposts that we started with at the beginning. So we have three councilmen here that haven't moved their goalposts. Agreed. Okay, even, even looking at this resolution, it's not moving our goalposts. It does it's when you guaranteeing. Require, when you require the 90% that was not part of the original commitment, the requirement was that we raise the $200,000, which we have done and exceeded. That was the original agreement. So no, just with that, though, I mean, the language that you noted in the resolution, Mary, that's the resolution, that is the language from the minutes of the meeting when it was... That we would raise two hundred thousand no, that, that the additional funds would be would be secure. It didn't. It did not have two hundred thousand dollars. But it did not jeopardize the TIF earmark for our project, which is what essentially happens. You need that money now, and we're close to the end of our goal as well. So, so I, I guess if you're close to the end of your goal, yeah. Uh, what's and. You know you're going to get that five hundred thousand dollars because it says it. I mean, we can't to trust me, that. We can't trust that. We can't trust it. Really we have three votes on the council here that would vote wouldn't change this. To me, this is guaranteeing you that you get that five hundred thousand dollars. You guarantee it, but then take out the percentage of money raised. That's not part of the original agreement. And to, so, so to what difference is it going to make if it's? 90% or 20%. Because we should stick to the original resolution. That is in all of the grants that we have applied for. All of that wording is in our, every single document that we have shared with donors, in our grants, etc. Okay, so, so now saying we're only going to get this money 
if we hit this 90%, we've already committed to finish raising the fundraising. Okay. We've already committed to doing that. Why so, change the resolution? You don't need to. All of that same, all the language that you need is in that original resolution. There's no need to redo it. As a grant I don't appreciate this. I write grants. I, I pride myself on my integrity. And I put in there that the, the city has said 500. Now I look like a liar. So I want to know what my legal, what the legal part is for me. Because I have checked on it. I have an attorney looking into it. And you know, I want to play games. Jim? Jim Jackson, 223 Madison Beach Area. Uh, thanks for inviting me out again tonight during the national championship game. I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> kind of in, in response to you, you've got, we've got three council members that are for it, and so you're promising that to us. What happens hypothetically when we, we have an election coming up in another year, right? Are you up? Are you up? And you're up? So what happens if, we, if, if one of those is gone, and now we've got another person who's against the council? You're not guaranteeing us anything because we can just rewrite a new resolution that takes it all away. So it's already been promised, and the grants are already there, and the and the money has been raised by the considerable amount of the people that are sitting here. We've raised that money already, and it's been guaranteed already. So taking it away and saying no, we we do promise you down the line that it's gonna it's still gonna be there. To me, that's that's not worth that, that's not worth anything. It, 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 if we if we have if we have a different council, then you guys just decide something different. Change your mind again. And what does that do to the community? And what does that do to our grant writers, as you say? And what does that do to the people that have donated all that money? You, I, I just don't understand why we would have to change anything if it's already written that way. If you want to borrow against it, so be it. But when we're ready for it, it should be there to give it back. Not if we raise enough money again to show something to it. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> You're supposed to play that after it was done. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just think that it was written that way, and it was said that way, and every time we nick away from it, it takes away from the integrity so, of the council and the integrity of the resolution. And now so change it and you make Don't put anything in the percentage because yeah. then you just borrow the money from there until we need it, as long as it's still change that resolution. So that guarantees it, and we put zero. Well, that's what we're saying. Why change anything? It's, why, why do you need to borrow from that? The question is, why didn't you guys come up with a plan for the water treatment plan or for the water thing on your own without having to borrow from the council money? Well, we were going to do that. But okay. this was a better We're going to get a loan, a bank loan, to do that. At three, I don't know, what is it? Three and a half percent. Figure that up over a year's time. Yeah, you can't Figure talk that about, up over no, a year's time. You can't talk about that? the savings on things. We do a lot of things in this town where we do it, and then we don't. Then we don't follow through on it. Mm. We've scoped the. We've scoped different water lines. We put up all these little stop signs or these little speed signs. It's not in the interest of saving money, in my opinion. So it was. Signs were a grant. What's that? Speed signs were a grant. Well, no, somebody wrote a grant. One of them was. So, <laughs> so it's not just about the money. It's, it, 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 that's not a horrible thing. Carry it. I, I run a business. I'm, I don't want to run out of debt. That's a good thing to have. It shows you grow. I just don't understand why now, when, when we you knew about this, so why are we changing, we're changing the, the, the direction of all these things in the city and, and trying to borrow from one to take away from the other, and then all these promises. I, again, it, it wouldn't be a promise, because this is how, how many resolutions have we done about this already? So that means the, the resolution doesn't mean anything until we write a new resolution. And that, in my opinion, is a if, it was, if it's resolved and it's done, that's what it should be. It should be that way. The, the, the people in this town, and not just this town, we vote. We're the voters here. 
But the, again, drive around the lake and count how many tax dollars are people that donated to the community center, have donated Stone Pier, that have done that show up on sip and sample day and work at the thing. Those are the outside of town people that don't get a vote that want to know when the community center is going because they put money towards it. I still think it's a good idea to take money away from, from one thing and use it for another on the on the promise that we, until we write a new resolution yeah. that you're, you're going to get it back, we promise you. Like, until you change, you, you, we've seen it too many times that you're writing up a new resolution of it, they don't want to say you don't just change it and write a new one and say we're not going to do that now. I have a question for you. Yes. In your statement you just made, you said if you want to borrow against it, do it, so be it. Correct? That's essentially what we're doing. If you want to put 0% in there, I'm fine with 0%. And back to the three council members that he said, I'm going to say four, because I'm not going to reverse the TIF money. Even though I'm against the community center being owned by the city, I would never go back and reverse what was committed for TIF money. I, would not, and I just said it. That's good to hear. And I heard it. But all I'm trying to do here is save taxpayer money by using the funds we have in the bank until the community center needs it. Then we borrow the money against the marketing project for the community center. That's why we're your voice and make sure that you have taxpayers no money. Right. Right. I mean, I brought this up two two meetings ago, last meeting. Come up and talk to John. And Scott, after the last meeting, said all we're trying to do is save taxpayer money. The comment from the mayor was, "We've pissed away 20 grand more way, worse ways than that, but we don't want to piss away 20 grand knowing we're going to piss away." Then maybe you should have planned differently. Maybe you should have planned. Thank you. Yeah, I am. I'm also. I'm, I'm the fifth one. I am not here to change any agreement. And don't. But you talk about change. This hometown pride. How many times have they changed? Their plans. Now there's no overhead doors in it. There's you no overhang. There's no nothing. To qualify for the street. Excuse me, I'm talking. Excuse me, I'm talking. I thought you had We have an opportunity for both of us to say things, okay? Okay. COVID and a number of other things. A lot of things have affected what things cost. And we're still trying to do what we can do to keep those prices down so that we can get it done and then we can build it. We're not changing it because we're trying to do something underhanded to you. We're trying to keep it within the dollar amount so that we can get it built. And then when it starts flowing, then we can do other things. And then when it's built, you get the shell of a building on there. That you will own. The city will own, proper? That will The city will own. Yeah, okay. Who's, so this sounds like a good deal for you. for the rest of this? The, the interior finish, the No, it's going to have an interior one. finish. Have you read it? It's going to have an... Well, you think we're just building the Morton building? The, there's no <laughs> specs on it. There's no, uh, there is absolutely no specs on it. Yes. And it's an estimate. Years. It's in the minutes. You've approved it eight different times. Read your minutes. I'm, I'm going to make a motion we approve this resolution. Second. So, need a little clarification on that. We just did the percentage. Percent. 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 I don't care. We need a number. Which number do you want? Twenty-five. Twenty-five. I'm going to stick to my. Is there something we can put in there that says we can't even change that resolution again? 
that it's final? A resolution can always be changed by the majority. Then we want a contract. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not kidding. So do we need... Do you need to amend that to zero percent or whatever it be? Put in the number that's the motion. We will remove the remove the section pertaining to uh zero percent. We have a motion in the second, correct? We do. Roll call. Excuse me. Frank. Yes. Back. Yes. Holtman? Yes. Thank you. Oh, no. Uh, no. No. Wow. Just killed it. Yes. Just, just on a happy note, when, every, when the phone rang and everybody laughed, I noticed everybody did. So, thank you. Okay. Thank you, everyone. We'll be back with another resolution in two weeks <laughs> to repeal the resolution, to repeal the other resolution. Okay, resolution 2318 is uh, related to the finances of the. Yep, this would be the one about. Uh, <clears throat> it just assures that in the future we'd be able to uh, issue this uh, issue this debt for the for the Wyoming project. I make a motion. Second. Roll call. Second. Yes. Frank. Yes. Mulder. Yes. Thank you. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay, we have a pay estimate. We do. Pay estimate number one then on this water main. For 477 project. Yep, starts on page 18. Total on that's 477 360. So just the note about what we're paying for it. When you look on page 18, that would be payment for the total amount of work that's been done. Okay, when you look on page 19, we are paying for all of the materials that are stored. Okay, so that's, that is the... Uh, how the two of the amounts come together to show what that is. And then we do retain 5% and the total on this 477,365. So we have to do the EDA reimbursement? Yeah, I don't, I don't have the paperwork on that, but I'm going to ask the council to go ahead and, and approve this. We would and submit the EDA reimbursement request as soon as it's available. Motion to approve. Motion. Second. What's this on? on? For our economic Yeah, it's how we get the money back. That's how we get the money back. Okay. Yeah. Second. Roll call. Beckman. Yes. Right. Yes. Over. Yes. Thank you. Yes. Yes. Okay. Resolution 2319 is forming the Reg Bride Committee officially. Yes. So, uh, <coughs> page 21 is a. <coughs> page 21 is a, is a resolution that would form the Reg Bride Committee as an official city committee. 
This is uh, done largely for uh, for insurance reasons, and uh, our insurance carrier does does cover these rag rag committees. They've done it before, and uh, and would it, uh, would it cover us for just the cost of an additional committee? It's about twenty five bucks. Um, so you see the uh, people who are named on the committee, as well as the co-chair, secretary, and treasurer, and. Um, this this committee would go into into existence as a city committee immediately, and uh, would go out of existence then on December thirty first, twenty three, and so that really that that forms the, the committee. The other thing that I think is important to to discuss deals with finances of of the committee that the uh, uh, it it will be proposed and that basically the this rag rag committee is going to run their own finances. And they would just run it as a little checkbook. And the past couple times that we've overnighted rag, right? That's how things ran. They just ran with a, with a checkbook, and that uh, that ran fine. So, a <clears throat> couple things then: that there'd be no financial commitment on behalf of the city. Then, you know, certainly, city staff is working with the with the committee, and there will be lots of public works time and everything that's involved with this. Talked with uh, with the chief about the additional uh, police officers, which I think we would incorporate into the into the uh, budget. But we'd incorporate outside uh, officers coming in, but the use of our own staff and, uh, the use of our own staff would, would be covered by the city. Um, so with that, though, that it would be it would run as a little checkbook. And so I have the ten thousand dollar commitment. I have the check from the. Uh, from Ragbri, and that would go to the Ragbri committee, and they would be off and running from there. Yeah. So um, there's one name to take off here. Connie Asen just resigned from that committee because of the way I voted in the last resolution. Okay, do we have a motion to approve 2319? I'll make that motion. Second. I've got a question on the financing and that. Like the, the garbage and all that, road sanitation, will that come out of the 10,000, or will there be partial coming out of the city? The and I, I don't want to commit everything for the for the committee, Mike. But my the intention would be that yeah, they would there be some additional charges for for uh, for RUD, and that would be paid by the committee. Porta potties too. Porta potties, yeah. Okay. You know, some some of the big ones are porta potties and and then law enforcement and uh, and garbage. Yeah. A lot of those would be signage. Dress for entertainment or whatever yeah. be it or whatever they spend it on. So and they, they are get they have they are they are raising additional revenues in other ways, and one of the main ones would be through uh, through vendor fees. So on these committees, if the people are going to change or whatever, is that an issue with us, or we're just do we need the do we need the names actually listed, or is it just the fact that we have the committees? On just we're going to have a have a committee. So this would be the committee. The and the folks who are remaining there would be listed that would be the committee okay there will be additional people that that come on to work for rag right there'll be a lot of volunteers more still covered and with that. they'd still be covered still be covered with that they just they would just be subcommittee volunteers second we have a motion to second roll call yes. thank you yes beckley yes frank yes Moore. yes Golden. yes Okay, we have a consideration of a commercial dock permit on 105 East Shore Drive. We have the interested parties here tonight. Mr. Shipley, would you like to? Sir, 
Well, first of all, nice to meet you all, and uh, thanks for your time. I'm glad I'm not on that side. Of <laughs> <laughs> I have been on council for ten Would years in the city. It's a, what's that? Yeah. Um, no, I, I have my own council in Elkhart that I've been on for ten years, and I've had plenty of these meetings. So I uh, thank you for your time. It's a thankless job that you do, and uh, it's appreciated. So uh, again, Brian Shipley, 103 East Shore Drive. Um, just a little bit about myself. My family uh, built our house because uh, my wife has been coming to this life for like the last 40 years. Uh, they used to rent Paul Alish's uh, cabin that he had next to his house. And they tore it down two years ago, and then we just happened to finish our house last year. So the family tradition continued, and so now we have more family that would like to get involved. So we're kind of looking at building a duplex on the house on the lot next to our house. Um, I talked to Jeff and asked him like, well, what happens with the commercial dock, and he said, well, it goes away. So I know there are a few families, my wife is from Dunlap, there's a few families that have boats on that dock, and so I'm looking, it, it kind of, I'm trying to create an op opportunity to keep some of those docks on the lake. Some will go away because I have my own crafts and it can only have 11 with 110 feet, but uh, we're just looking to potentially buy Jeff's uh, commercial dock business and move it 30 feet closer to my house. I think some of the questions were, well, what if somebody else wants a commercial dock? And I would say that this is an already existing business, so then you're not really, you're not creating anything new, you're just moving it. And uh, I have a, a lot in between two commercial docks already, so it really isn't that far of a stretch. So, and then in addition, the DNR will require that you approve it every five years. So I talked to Wendy, there's, they have, you just basically have to say it's okay for us to have a commercial dock on a residential lot, like you're already doing. So, but anyway, if you have questions for me, let me know, and I'd be happy to answer them. Or Jeff here too. So, just a couple things for the council. I don't know if I gave one of those today or not, but uh, um, this highlighted sheet that was was at your seat tonight. This is just a one page out of their administrative code regarding. Uh, regarding docks. Just highlighted a couple things. And that is that maximum number of hoists uh, permitted by this commercial dock. One hoist or slip for every 10 feet of shoreline. Okay? So Mr. Shipley's lot that he owns right now, 60 feet, would be acquiring potentially another lot that's 50 feet. <coughs> Which actually gives me 10 more feet than what Jeff has right now. And I've also talked with uh, Jim at Blackhawk. He puts my regular dock in. I'm a good neighbor to Jim. He parks his hoist like right in between our lots, and, or his uh, his uh, whatever you call that, his his large his barge. Yeah. His barge. There you go. He parks his barge there. Uh, I'm a good neighbor to him. We're gonna make it work for him. Uh, I'm gonna work with Jeff and figure out exactly how we're gonna put it in. But you know, it's gonna work for everybody. There won't be any issues on that. That's not the case. In any case. And the the other thing that I highlighted on the sheet is just. Why is the why would the city be involved with something like this? So we we historically have not been involved with uh, anything regarding the issuance of of uh, DNR docks that come off of private land. But the just the idea here is is that the property that this land would be would come off of it, it is zoned as residential property, and uh, and prior at least the the use of those lots where it come off before was commercial and tied to the restaurant. So now it certainly is residential, and if it's going to be a commercial dock in a residential zone, it would require approval from, from the city council. So uh, it does 
what what we would do is just simply send in the uh, the uh, minutes showing approval from the from the city council, and that's the only action that would be taken. The other thing that I wrote down there at the bottom, though, that the city could choose to adopt regulations that are more restrictive than the DNRs, if you would like to. Okay, you can have regulations that are more restrictive. You cannot have regulations that are less restrictive. Because um, I know the there's been some discussion about this, and, and not so much about this this case in particular. It's basically pre-existing in Oluva a few feet. But uh, if there's any Im impact for uh, potential similar docks and on uh, other sites around the world, in a residential zone. And is it? Well, I actually asked Scott about that. I, I'm not opposed to this by any means whatsoever because it is already existing and we've got a couple other ones that are existing, but I don't want to open up a can of worms by yeah. the city doing this on residential property for future and put ourselves in a situation where we've got commercial docks popping up all over yeah. in residential areas. We've got, I believe there's four docks, if I count right, existing today. And, 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 and if we do this, are we opening a can of worms there? I think you might want to have some uh, some regulation about about when it would be permissible. You know the the limit limiting uh, factor on this right now is just simply that ten foot of shoreline per per dock. For hoist. Excuse me. Yeah, for hoist. Yeah, excuse me. I just think that maybe we can, as a council, come up with some guidelines or regulations that we don't have this happening in the future. This one's already. This is only my opinion. This one's already existing, so nothing's changing. It's already there, except the ownership is changing. And it's going to a residential area. But it's already in a residential area. Yeah. Because yeah. it's already zoned residential. It's already in a current residential area. Because the, the commercial dock got applied for back when it was commercial property, and that's how it got allowed, and then the lots got changed to residential in front of there. So you got where Paul Ash lives, that's, that's residential area as well. You've got over on Provo's side where the apartments are, that's mm -hmm. residential as well. And then you've got Harbor Drive, that's residential as well. Them are already pre-existing. I would say we could write a clause that we have the current current ones that are in place. And Godfather did. Grandfather did. Yeah, grandfather did. And then so we don't have hypothetically Roger Swabby who lives next to Denison Beach Drive come and say, Hey, I want to put a commercial dock in there. Or over on the East Shore Drive where the empty lots are, that homeowner could say, well, I'm going to let John Westerberg put a dock out there and rent it out. I don't live there. I don't have mess no there. Neighbors ain't going to bother me. You know, I don't think we want that popping up, even though we need dock space. If I live next to them, I wouldn't want that. That's why I think we need to put something in place, approving this and, and moving forward, grandfather this type of thing. But that's only my thing. Does that make sense? Like Sounds like a plan. Yeah. So Scott can draw something up for regulation right. forward. Yeah, it's 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 against no commercial dock in residential space unless it's already grandfathered in and list of four existing ones and then move forward. And I think that's the only one we have to double check. We can move, we can approve this and you can move on with your right. guys and stuff. Whatever right. you're gonna do. Is there a motion to approve this? Commercial dock? Second. I'll second. Roll call. Order. Yes. Frank. Yes. Beckman. Yes. Holtman. Yep. Thank you. Yes. We want to make sure they got this 
right? When we talk about regulations, future regulations are about limiting. So are you looking at some limit, limiting factors, or are we just going to say the the ones that are grandfathered, the current ones are grandfathered in, and there's no new commercial docks that have on residential okay. city limits? Stacy, Brian, thank you. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Keep moving forward. Yeah. Okay, Blackhawk Rentals lease. Yeah, just uh, the the lease, uh, the proposed lease here on page 23. Just the the same lease agreement that we have we have had in the uh, in the past. Um, the change being being monthly. Rental rental fee, so it's written that with the rental fee every month of, of seventy five dollars. Okay, the this is proposed to be a one year uh, one year lease. The term of the lease would be May first through October thirty first, and then if you jump down a couple bullets after that, that the, the lessee would pay for the uh, uh, the months of, of May through October if the building is still there. If the if the building uh, would be moved to moved away, then there would be no charge. The uh, lease would terminate. Is that how the old lease that expired in October read that it was for a 12 month lease? Or that is just the same wording, same wording, same wording that it, it this was the the uh, the the term of the lease was the same as it was listed here. Okay, but then it also said you choose to leave the if you choose to leave the building, there, you just pay the monthly fee. So, so was you paying for 12 months or was you paying for the five? I was paying by the month, but I wrote your check for the whole year. For, for, the, yeah, for, for, for the full 12 months? Yeah. Okay. Well, I don't know. I think for your... Well, six months. For, for the amount. The first year. Of, yeah, for, yeah. The, for the time that And then that the second was, year I paid... Was uh, operating. Yeah. So it would just be a question months. of... I paid for 12 months of, the second year. Yeah. So the building has sat there throughout, throughout this winter and then it would be... Um, having the rental rate for uh, for that building during that time, which, as you know, based on the old lease, which would have expired, has been 20, 20 bucks. If it's anything in regards to this new lease, it's seventy five dollars. Okay. And I think it come to our attention that you were supposed to be paying electrical, and you haven't got billed for any electrical. I said that I was going to have a, the first year I was told that I didn't use $30 worth of electric the whole time. Yeah. And then it's, then they said that I was going to pay a commercial monthly or whatever. I don't even know what that amount is. Yeah. I, I, and that's true. It's supposed to be built. So I mean, if it hasn't been built. We can start on that. <laughs> I honestly even forgot about it. I just read this last week, I swear. Yeah. But then I went back and looked at it again because then at one time I thought they said it'd be a thirty dollars a month, but that's not wrote in there that way. It just says commercial. So I'm but again, you know, if you charge this a commercial electric, that's where the base fee is. You know, it's probably going to meet the minimum anyway. I used thirty dollars the whole year, the first year. Thirty dollars. Cost us more to put the meter there. Well, the meter I think was already there oh. when we we put we changed our building to match your meter. We put the two twenty in or whatever it was. By the way, I get comments from the public all the time. They think that rental thing down there is really cool. We stayed ahead years ago. So. Well, I work. It's hard to find what? anybody to work. Yes. Yeah. 
Let's see. So we need a motion to move forward. Yes, yeah, motion yeah, to approve yeah, the lease. I do want to, I guess, Aaron, uh, clarify. So the building sat there through these through these winter months. What's the what's the rental rate during the the winter months this year? Was it twenty dollars or was it seventy five dollars? We just changed it now. Hard to go back, isn't it? Just want to confirm that with the council. Yep. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. I'll make 20. a motion to approve it also. Second. Okay, over. Yes. Beckman. Yes. Wolfman. Yes. Thank you. Yes. Yes. Right. yes. You want to do the uh, motion to adjourn? Second? Yep. Be adjourned. <laughs> Uh, street sweeper is coming up. Uh, <laughs>